following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Now presenting the dysfunctional podcast, starring Adam and RJ. Walt Disney presents a couple of mo's that can't get enough of that D. Disney, that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Here's the show. Oh, God. Señores y señoras, buenas tardes, buenas noches, buenas noches, buenas tardes, señoritas, señoritas. Ay! How was that? Friedrich like looked right at me when I did that. Ay, 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 ay. Remember me. Look at him. When you have to say goodbye, remember me. Let's talk about the most pivotal moment of remember me, which was when... Should we talk about that we're talking about Coco? Should we say we're talking about Coco? <laughs> no, let's talk about the most pivotal moment okay. of remember me sure. was when Nikki, Nikki Bella danced it in Dancing with the oh Stars during Disney night. Was it remember Annie? me? That was remember me. Oh, okay. And they had everyone in the dresses. I know. Oh, hi everyone. Hello. We, um, hola. Hola. Okay. Just, just such a hard start. Um, we took a very long break. What is it? A glottal stop? Yeah. Hola. Uh, 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 hola. Um, we took a long break because we watched Coco and um, had an emotional response. That's not true. I know, but. We're making this our canon. Oh, we don't want to say that. That what? Okay. <laughs> that what? Well, you were in a show. Oh, that's right. I had tech for Annie. There's Annie, a ring on your face. Annie. Oh, no, wait. That's Mandy. That's, that's Mandy. <laughs> so listen, Mandy. There's a minister hat. Listen, I watched White Christmas today, so. How many movies did you watch today? So we watch Coco. We're okay. Talk about yeah, it. we're gonna talk about Coco. Um, let's get Frozen Adventure, whatever it's called, Olaf's out of the Frozen way. Adventure. Yeah, whatever. Let's get that out of the way right now. Do we have a clip, Friedrich? Do we have a clip? Look at everyone. They don't realize we planned a party as a big surprise. So the story of Olaf's Frozen Adventure is it's later that day. <laughs> so we're in apartment, what is it, apartment 22B yeah. or whatever? It's later that day. It's later the same day. And, no, and, uh, it's not. I swear to God, I feel like it's always the same day because they're, no. always like, they're always like, oh, we've never done this before. Okay, first of all, um, dear friend, Frozen the film takes place in summer. Oh, but That's then how why he did, sings? But then in why summer. is the why is the frozen the sh- fever short frozen in fever spring? Takes place in spring, which means they skipped over the winter. So does this mean this this short happens in between those two? That I cannot tell you. There we go, honey. It still does not. <laughs> it's still not later the same. Day. <laughs> okay, fine. Later the same year. Um, they realize they don't have any Christmas. Uh, sorry, they do a very good job of avoiding Christmas. 
Um, they do not have any holiday tradition. So Olaf goes around asking for everyone's holiday tradition. And then it ends up in fire, literally. And he's like, I didn't help at all. I should just go by my, like, be lost, whatever. And then, spoiler alert, Anna and Elsa are like, we did have one. Olaf, we did have a tradition. It's you, Olaf. And that that was the thing. And it was fine. RJ just whittled down 21 minutes of entertainment. <laughs> and there you go. 15 seconds. See, if they did the short in that length, no one would be mad at it. Here's the thing. I understand that people are tired of Olaf and Frozen. Did I cry when they revealed that Olaf was the tradition all along? Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure did. Did I cry at that montage where Anna, as a kid, would slip drawings of Olaf to Oh, Elsa's, sure did. Elsa's sure room. did. Every Christmas? Yeah. Every Christmas. Duh. I'm even not though, heartless. Even not though I love the fact that the troll wiped everything clean, but except for Olaf. Like, they remember distinctly Olaf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. She doesn't remember that he, like, was a real thing, but she remembers that he was a snowman. Yeah. So, God bless. G-D-D bless. Do I wish that it was just an actual short? Sure. I didn't need 21 minutes. If it was 21 minutes, they should have just showed it on the Disney Channel and made a thing out of it. But, whatever. It got I loved it. I live. I mean, listen. Anything technically in the academy, anything under forty minutes is a short. Oh wow! I didn't know that. So Winnie the Pooh, the twenty eleven Winnie the Pooh, barely scraped by <laughs> as a feature, feature film, film because that is fifty five minutes long. <laughs> so it almost was a, a just a long short. That's funny. Um, All right. Well, that's the only that. thing I will say. The only thing that does bug me is that it wasn't a Pixar short at the beginning of a Pixar. Yeah. Film. Um, but whatever. I mean, the, they're the same. What? It's all the same now. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into Coco. Remember me, though I have to say goodbye. Remember me. Let it make you cry For even if I'm far away I hold you in my heart I sing a secret song to you Each night we are apart Remember me Though I have to travel far It's about this little kid who for generations his family has like shunned He has a name His music out of his family Miguel Miguelito Um, but he idolizes like Did you cry? Did you partly cry because your nephew's name is Miguel? No, but now I am. Um, and he knows that his he loves music and he wants to be a mariachi singer, but his family doesn't want him to. His family cobble shoots and he should grow up to be a cobbler. Um, to the point that he like gets mad. He runs honey, away. I just want to grow up and eat some cobbler, honey. Okay. He grows up and re- uh, not grows up. He runs away and in the process of running away, ends up stumbling across the land of the dead by by plot points, okay? And he has to go on this adventure to, like, basically come back to the real world or else he'll be stuck in the world of the dead. And it's this, like, struggle of, like, 
do I want to go back? But then I go back to where I can't be myself because my family doesn't want to be a musician. This is the longest or, you've ever talked on the thank podcast. Thank you. Or um, do I want to, I don't know, stay dead forever because then I'm a mariachi. I don't think that's ever his choice. It's not. I don't think he ever is. I don't. He always knows he has to go back. Yeah. But it's the whole like, I have to accept. Sh- Will I accept going back and just be just like what my family wants me to be? Or do I go back and like fight and try to be a singer, musician? It's very beautiful. Uh, I don't know. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Um, it's in my top five now of Pixar films. For what, sure. what is your top five of Pixar films? <coughs> in no particular order. In no particular order. Up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. Coco. Uh-huh. The Incredibles. Uh-huh. Finding Nemo. Uh-huh. Toy Story 3. Wow. I think this edged out Cars. Cars was originally in your top five. Yes, we've talked about this. Okay. Mine is, I'm putting this up there too. I'm putting Coco there. I'm putting Up there. I'm putting Inside Out there. And I am putting Finding Nemo. Oh, I didn't think about Inside Out. And I'm putting Monsters, Inc. I think my top five are Good Dinosaur. (laughs) uh, Toys, no, sorry. Cars 2. Cars 2. Monsters U. Which isn't even bad. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's, so it's you. They're literally, their bad films are two films. Yeah. It's Cars 2 and... Um, Good Dinosaur. Good Dinosaur. So, what do you what do you love about this movie? What, like, what resonates? So, I have actually not stopped thinking about this movie since I saw, saw it, it like, like, a week, week ago. ago. Um, and it's because of the fact that Pixar is really good at telling... Typically, they're very good at just telling simple stories and, like, giving the characters a whole lot of depth and doing that. Um, That's typically what they're really good for. They usually don't go into, like, massive world building. Like, they did a little bit with, like, monsters. um, And cars. But they were always in, like, a... But it's it was a always, funny, like it's yeah, a, it's a, turn. it's a bit. Yeah. Like the world that they build is because, because it's, like, it's a bit. What if, because... what if like it was the real world, Yeah, but it was monsters yeah. or like, what if everything was like normal except they were all cars? Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's more like a concept than like world building. I would mm-hmm. say this was like true, like you got, not only did you get like the land of the dead, you also got like genuine mexico yeah and like that that both of those places were so well defined so well crafted and i truly felt transported to those places um the amount of like spanish english that was used interchangeably was amazing the songs are incredible and stuff i would i mean technically this is the first pixar musical Mm -hmm. right um they had me from like the minute it started and they did the Walt Disney logo, but they did it in a mariachi in a mariachi song. song. Um, like just every every detail about this film was completely thought out and created beautifully and I just loved being in that world. And it it could have been like a five hour movie and I would have been like Absolutely. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. 
I think the main thing that resonated with me is that this is a family story. And I love all of the family stories that Pixar makes. But this was really the... I mean, that's really why I loved Finding Dory so much. Was That was like that... That brought the heart in the story. And the family is the heart of the story. I mean, it's named after the matriarch. Yeah. Um, and it just... It's so... It's just so genuine about it because it shows you how how everyone's point of view is valid. Like there are reasons why the family does not like music and there's real pain in that and there's real hurt and there's real pain in Miguel trying to figure out which way he should like which way he should be. Like you can clearly see that he it is very hard for him to either decide to be a musician or to uphold his family because like it's just the intersectionality of the movie is just so prevalent like they're it's just like complicated and you see how complex it is it's not just like if i do this then everything will be okay which is what miguel thinks but then like as you see throughout the movie like no it's not that simple like people are making choices throughout the movie and even before the movie started because of because of things and so so one of my favorite bits in animation and disney does this a lot both disney and pixar they'll do this a lot where there'll be a sequence in the film that is not typical animation style so um like speaking of winnie the pooh the 2011 version there's the whole sequence where it's like chalk yeah or in tia or in princess and the frog um it's Her the, song like, is like the very like, like cut out twenties like um, black American mm-hmm. art style, which is like stunning. Yeah. There's like a, sequences they'll do in a lot of films where it just like <clears throat> the animation style changes, but it like completely helps. Like in Frozen, in the story, like in Olaf's Frozen Adventure, where it was that like yeah, the, where the, it went like, into the like, the, like sweater, yeah, the ugly Christmas sweaters. Yeah, it was really cute. Um, in this, the they give you all of the backstory of the plot with those like tissue paper cutouts, those pa- Mexican. They're called papel picado. Papel picado. And it was like, ugh. I just, I love when they find clever ways to like help tell the story and set you in the scene. But mm-hmm. also like, I don't need a whole flashback sequence of like, here's what he was. Like yeah. it helped tell the story of like, this is what happened in silhouettes. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. So good. What's your favorite song from the movie? Un poco loca. That's my favorite song. It's his first song he sings <coughs> in the movie. Yeah? No. No. What does he sing first? He f- he sings Remember Me to himself in his attic. Oh, yeah. He sings Un poco loco in the contest in the to contest. try to win to try to get to Ernesto's to try to get to Ernesto's con- party. Uh, party. Um, my favorite's probably La Llorona, which is the song that Mama Imelda sings. You find out that like the reason why she doesn't want the family to ever be involved with music is because he, her heart was broken because the da- her husband chose music over the family, even though they used to both make music together. It's just very sweet. And then she, like, she has this arc of, like, now, okay, I have to accept music again. And she, like, sings this beautiful song called La Llorona. 
which is a story, which is like a real Mexican folktale about a woman who like loves her kids so much that she like kills them and drowns them to protect them, which is kind of like in a weird twist what her character is. Like she shuns them from like music in to order protect to protect them. them. Yep. A mother's this, love will do anything to protect love. protect their children. The storytelling, honey. Story. Narrative. Journeys. So on Pop Culture <sighs> Happy Hour, Stephen said he like hate he was like I hate when people will use the phrase like love letter to blank because like it's a very easy cop out to be like this It's was... a love letter to the Mexican culture right. or whatever. But like it is such it like warmly delivers you exact there are, there are there's slang vocab they use that's specifically mexican there are like none of it is like none of it is used as a joke or like i shouldn't say that but like none of it is used as like a oh they're so different or like oh this is like weird and dumb mm-hmm. like Oh, just, like, everything was so warmly crafted and, like, lovingly given to the audience. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I just loved this movie so much. I also, much. like, don't remember the last time I watched a movie and I was in a heightened, sen- like, state of emotions throughout. Like, I, I was just so, like, up in that place that I cried at any given moment. Like, it so wasn't, the, like, like, it, literally the it last... didn't ebb and flow. It was literally just, like... Yeah. The last like 20 minutes are just like building and building and building and building and building and building. And I couldn't stop crying through the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, so good. It was really good. Um, I'm trying to think of other of my favorite moments. I really liked Dante. Dante! I love Dante. He was the like animal comedic relief yeah comic relief yeah and then you realize that he was this guide all his guide all along this is my only complaint oh i maritza our friend of the show maritza uh-huh. um said that the alebrijes idea uh-huh. oh my god where's my phone because she wrote me a thing so alebrijes isn't technically a um a day of the dead specifically specific thing. yeah like thing it was a folk art yeah it was a folk art that start that was started by like this like mexican folk artist and then they kind of adapted it into their own like pixar adapted it as like part of their story Uh but it's not like an original original day of the dead thing which i thought was interesting and they sell them at um mexico pavilion yeah you, you can buy like little wooden creatures yeah and one of them's the big one. Um, oh, the oh, like, what is her tiger name? Thing? Yeah, the like winged tiger. The one from um, Elena. Oh, uh, couldn't tell you. <coughs> the only thing I will say is I think the last like four movies I can think of off the top of my head that were animated films have a animal sidekick that like has like wonky eyes <laughs> and i'm like I, th- I hope this was the last one that's all i want to say 
Not yeah. that I don't. Not that he didn't serve his purpose and, like, I loved the but you're whatever. Just, I just, you're done of the whole hey, hey thing? Yes. The hey, hey, the, what was his name? Like, Gerald? Yeah, like the Dory. dumb animal. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's a little, I know they're animals, but it's a little, like, oh, look at how dumb they are, boo. It's, like, a little, it's, like, super easy. It's such an yeah. easy bit to do. Anyway. Final thoughts. Um, it's uh, it's almost a nearly perfect movie. I like genuinely like. Watch this with your family. I mean, ugh, especially if you like like your family. Woof, you're gonna be wrecked. Bring Kleenex. Bring a box. It's uh, it's so good. It's so good. Amazing. Lavalerly. Lavalerly. Ay, 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 ay. Who was that? Should was I that? should I not do you that? You shouldn't probably not. Yeah. I mean, technically, I, mean, yeah, I shouldn't do it either. either. But, like, I lived in Phoenix. So, like, I I grew you up. You have Mexican friends. Yeah, I yeah. I do. That's yeah. what it sounds like, what you're saying. <laughs> sure. I mean, a lot, we do share a lot of the same culture. Like, it, like the, the way RJ. that they live. I'm, I'm not justifying <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of, I like Steven, genuinely Bridger, cut that out. <laughs> there are a lot of similarities in the Filipino and the Mexican culture. Okay, and thank you so much for listening. Uh let's go to our the D's. Our days. Our D Isn't it day? Mm. I may say day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Vamos a D. It's time for Everyone's favorite, what's the D? So Disney. Adam, what's your D? Um, my D is my mom visited over Thanksgiving, and we got to go to opening night of Candlelight Processional, and my D is Candlelight Processional. My D always is Candlelight Processional, till the end of time. I don't even care it's, that it's the same exact songs every year. I... I love every single aspect of Candlelight Procession. Who did you see? The moment where they... Uh, Who's the... Lori Hernandez. <gasps> you mean Dancing with the Stars champion, Lori Hernandez? Olympic gold medalist, Lori Hernandez? Yes, I oh. do. Oh, is that also what she's known for? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a little thing. It's the thing that got her on Dancing with oh, the Stars. Oh, got it, got it's it. It's the thing it. that made her the star. Okay. Um, she was great. The songs are incredible. The moment where they start singing Silent Night and then they turn to the audience and the whole audience sings together. That's it. That's where it is. Classic. Right there. Classic. My D. So it's holiday season, which means all of the holidays. Except I will say there was a guy behind me who kept like... Actually singing the entire song? No, like sniffing his snot down his throat. Ugh. Like he wouldn't like this. Yes. Ugh. And I literally like was this close to th- throwing fists. <laughs> it was real bad. <clears throat> My D is that uh, the Christmas and holiday decorations are out in the parks, and let's talk about how the main one that we should talk about is at Hollywood Studios. We made fun of how much. How terrible, um, what is that lake called? Lake Placid Lake? Which Verde's Lake. 
Oh. Um, well, they drained it out for like a couple months and it was just like there and we were all it wasn't mad. That long. It was like six weeks. And we were like, why? Why did they drain this? Month. And then just like left it and like left like oh my God. lifts in there. What is that lake called? And now it's got a Christmas tree in it and Gertie's got a little ornament hanging out from her mouth. Finally, Gertie's in on the like happiness. She's in on the holiday season. Her. I swear they, like, repainted her face because it doesn't look sad anymore. You know how, like, she was, like... Yeah, she's, like, mm, still eating the same piece maybe, of meat. Maybe it's not repainted and I'm just crazy, but, like... Maybe she is just happy. Maybe and... she's truly jolly now. Gertie, you deserve this. You deserve this, Gertie. Echo Lake. Echo Lake. Thank you. Yes. You deserve it, Gertie. That's my D. Merry Christmas. I would say jumping off of that, just like, because we're not going to do a full episode on it, but I do want to just mention the new season's greetings out at sunset. Is that what it's called? It's cute. It just, it adds. It's not something you go to the park for, but it just adds a nice, now it feels like the whole park is celebrating Christmas. This is what I will say about it. They keep, the loop is so short, so you see the four different things. By the time you finish your chicken nuggets, you've seen it three times. Yeah, so... That's kind of annoying. It, I wish it, it was longer. I wish it was like the Tree of Life where yes. there is just like a, like a silence where maybe it's just like a small thing that's moving in and out. Maybe there's a wisp. Maybe it's just quiet, ambient music. Yeah. And then the show pops up. But it is literally like... Bah, 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 bah for like yeah. an hour and a half. Um, I... Yes. I would say, because Tree of Life is um, has four different vignettes, and each of them are about four minutes each, mm-hmm. and they play every, one of them plays with every ten minutes or so, um, as long as there isn't a Rivers of Light happening. And I think that that, because the sequences are also pretty short, I would say they're about two minutes each. Um if they were just a little bit longer and had like a bigger gap between them, I think I would have appreciated it way more. However, that being said, I think it was, I think it's a nice addition to the park. Cause you will, I mean it, they will obviously never have at that park what they had with Osborne now that that doesn't exist anymore. But I think these little things to add to the holiday season, make it definitely, definitely like nice, Definitely add to the park in general during the holiday season. I agree. Thanks for listening. Take it away, Walt. I don't know about you folks, but it's way past my bedtime. And morning comes around early. And that's one of my favorite times here, too. So, good night. And that's the show, you guys. Thanks for listening. We are at thedpodcast.com. You can also find The D Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram, where we're pretty active. So um, there's a lot of stuff to like, like, and respond to. Um, as always, the best way to support the show is to go on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating or a review. Um, and if it's good, we'll read it out 
even if it's bad, we'll probably read it out on the, um, on the podcast, but that helps us, um, get more people to listen to the podcast. So feel free to share, tell your friends, tell your family and check us out there. Thanks again for listening. I am clearly sick. If you can't tell going on three weeks, going on three weeks home for the holidays. so riveting stuff thanks for um you know listening to this episode even after we didn't put an episode after for like three weeks it's been like a busy couple of days